welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real talking about the latest video game news and releases. I'm Richard, and with me, as always, is my co-host, the spooky murder mystery doll that I keep on a shelf. Lawrence, how are you doing this week? It's a bit high up here. It is a bit. You're quite high Dusty. up. Well, yeah, you don't you don't clean up here. I don't appreciate it. I don't want to put you too close to too close to me. You spooked me out. Well, you, well, you gave me a microphone, so oh, that's a that was hang a on, mistake. Shall, hang on, shall, shall, shall I do this proper? Shall I? Hang on. Well, what's going on? Well, where's it going? Where's it's it? better. That's much better, actually. Yeah, you sound just Fantastic. like on, just like you're on my shelf. I am. I'm sat at the back of my room. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> How you doing, lads? I'm I'm high. Sorry. I'm not me on drugs. Okay. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, you How sound. About you? you sound all right. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, you can come back now. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> come back now, Lawrence. Come down. I'll oh. lift you off the shelf. Here he is. Oh, settle down. Oh, I'll curse oh, you. God. Oh, no, don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I mean, um, I, I've, I've, considering that you had your medical soul, shoulder status, I'm yes. allowed to have my vaccination status. I'm fully vaccinated now. Oh, are you? Yes, I fully had it on vaccinated. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. Did you have any side effects? Yes. From... Really? Is yes. Se- are you talking about the second dose? Yes. And there were side effects the second time. Yeah. Really? Which one did you get? It wasn't, out of... as, it wasn't as bad, right. but it was longer. Oh, so it was just a sustained pain. Yeah. Which one did you get? Uh, I got the Pfizer one, I think it was. No, no, oh, it was, okay. no, the, no, the Astra. It was the Astra. The AstraZeneca one. one or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Hmm. Well, at least you're all vaccinated mm. now. Yes. I I still haven't been offered it yet. So you, what? Well, well, to be fair, they're rolling out the uh, the forty year olds. I think this week. So yeah. Yeah. It's going to be soon. I think, soon. Yeah, and I probably I think they're gonna actually offer a different one now to under forties. Yeah, because the ones that I've had, basically our age group, suffers the worst. Yeah, it's risky. <laughs> we get the side effects. Yeah, so. risk of the sand the but hopefully it won't affect you at all, Lawrence. Um yeah, so now that you're down off of your shelf, Resident yes. Evil Village yeah. yes. came out. It did. Uh, it came out on the seventh, and it's it it's did. basically taken over all of the YouTube, Twitch streaming, online business. It has, which is very interesting because it's not. I mean, it's a single player horror game. Yeah, and but did you see the promotional material? And did you see how the internet exploded over one of the main villains? Yeah. So obviously, the promotional material was Lady Demiscrea. Demis, yeah. So Lady Domestic, Lady Domestic, domestic Violence. Lady, we'll call her. We'll call her like the rest of the internet. We'll call her Lady D. <laughs> Lady, uh, Lady D. D. Lady D. Lady D. Oh, D. 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 Lady D. Oh. Um. So, but this is only the eighth Resident Evil, which I don't believe, but it's called Resident Evil Eight. It's it's the eighth in the main line. There's yeah. a load of spin-offs. So. Of course there is, yeah. And it's the like amount Star Wars. Of, the amount of times that four has been remastered and and, and two others have been two remastered. Yeah. But on the sixth, the day before that, um Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition came out on PC. Yes. And uh I haven't heard anything about that. Because everyone's uh, talking well, it, about it, it's it's Metro Exodus all over again, just with RTX involved. That's it. Yeah, and so. um, also Skate City came out apparently. Whatever that game yeah, is, yeah, I think it's skate an indie game. title. Looks like yeah. a looks like a pretty interesting skate game. And then, yeah. why are we seeing Subnautica Below Zero? Is that coming out on the fourteenth? Ah, is this a new? It's, it's a new one. It's it's the expansion for the uh, uh, Subnautica. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was yeah. already out because of. I swear this was probably announced a while ago, and I thought that it must have come out by now. But obviously, it hasn't. Comes out on the fourteenth, as yeah. well as 
Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yes, I'm very excited for this. Is this... This is a compilation and a remaster, so it's a compilation of 1, 2, and 3, is it? Yes, 1, 2, 3, because they all link in together. And this was was ingenious back in the day where it was like, I've got... I had Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, and I bought them all separately when they came out. And my save game would continue from 1 to 2 to 3, and the choices you made would just carry over each time. Right. This is really cool news, then. So cool. And, and um, very, I am very. Me and Sam are very looking forward to this. Yeah, Sam on the um, the Get Real Pod, our, sister, yes. our Big Brother podcast. Sorry, because we're the sister. Podcast. Which I believe you were on. Yeah, I was just going to say. That, yeah, so I actually replaced um, Sam this week. Sam and Chris run the Get Real Pod, where they talk TV, comic, and movie news. And uh, Sam was unable to uh, be on that episode. So I joined Chris and we talked all about uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch series. Oh, I've still not seen it. It's good. So if you are interested in that, then you guys should go and check out that podcast as well. And check out the latest episode. Mm -hmm. You can hear me rant there about uh, Star Wars. Um, Right, Mm. so Lawrence, what have you been playing this week? I have not been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, so that narrows it yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought I'd give you that. I was expecting a bit more of a shock and a gasp there, but yeah, I move. mean, it's kind of like uh, a, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't look sound shocked, but I was raising an eyebrow. I was oh, like, hmm. oh wow, well that in British expression, that's as shocked as you can get. <laughs> yeah, raising your eyebrow, raising <laughs> the bloody eyebrow, Lawrence. Oh, he's raised his eyebrow. Good yeah. grief! So what? Uh, what were you playing instead? <laughs> Been, may, may have been playing. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I may mm-hmm. have been playing. I may playing FIFA twenty one on my PlayStation uh, five. Oh, you, so okay. You know what? Normally, I would be grilling you over FIFA here, but the fact mm-hmm. that you're at least taking advantage of the PlayStation five, though, yes. I will say, how <laughs> much can a FIFA game take advantage of the PlayStation five? Honestly, surprisingly, a lot. Uh, it, 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 Granted, it is just FIFA. It's the last game that came out with a patch, but it it has changed quite a bit in terms of like the animation and the physics and the AI and the 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 um, just the added extras they've got in involved on this patch alone. Yeah, that, and it, it only cost me four quid to play because of EA Play. So you know, I'm right. not really missing out. <laughs> you can't really complain for four quid. No, when but, it's you know still sixty quid. Uh, to buy the game well of course but you know it's not just that though it's your ultimate team after that isn't it so well yeah i don't i don't play ultimate team um yeah. i play i play the career mode i re- kind of refuse to to get involved with ultimate team yeah. um even though i have been guilty of buying packs in the past i i yeah, that's okay no. it's okay you know what we've all bought a v-book or two somewhere down the line <laughs> um off 12 Thousand. Oh, 12. Yeah, so, yeah. so what, anything else? Or what have you, you been playing? Oh, is it just, was it just that? Um, I have not been... It was been, just that this week, yeah. I have been so busy that the most I've been able to do yeah. is a bit of Magic Arena and a bit of Dota, but um, I'm having some more internet issues again. Um, I oh, believe... Yes. So last time, um, my issue was fixed finally when they added error protection to the upload of my line. Um, okay. I think they've just turned that off, basically. Because oh, I've, okay, yeah. I've gone back to the same, exactly the same issues as I was having last time. So um, I would have already had this sorted if I wasn't yeah. already a crazy cracked with deadlines this week. So um, other than I'll tell that... tell you what I have been playing. Oh, go on. I've been playing, a, I played about, about five minutes of Call of Duty Warzone. Okay, how was that for five minutes? Was that on PlayStation as well? No, that was on PC. Oh, on PC, you jumped back into the war zone for five minutes. The new map, or uh, yeah, okay, yeah, and yeah, eh, yeah. Put it this way: both of them are now uninstalled from my machine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they didn't really change that much by the look of things in Warzone. No, it's it's still Verdansk. It's just different looking Vedansk. Yeah. The more interesting parts of it for me are the zombie updates. Obviously, I'm a big... I'm biased anyway because I'm big on zombies, but um, they did add the new... the new... um, the new, new, new map. So we've had two new outbreak maps now added 
Uh, no mainline uh, zombie map yet. We're still waiting on that, but we should be getting that towards the end, either the mid, sorry, the, the middle of season three, which we're probably just about there, or um, the end of season three. I think it's more towards the end, though, but it could be either way. They've not, they've not said Ooh. when. But we will be getting a new mainline story zombie map, which I'm, I'm, I will be jumping in for. And actually, I want to jump in at some point because of the PPSH. I'm a big fan of the gun. Yeah. And uh, although my Sorry, gr- the, the um, <clears throat> Ubisoft has just announced, uh, just uh, there's a, a, a summary of Ubisoft's investors call that just came out. Oh yeah, uh, <clears throat> as you were, yeah. Uh, oh, quite so a lot of information is, here. All oh, right, so that's, we're going to be diving into that. Are we? Yes, 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 breaking yes. news hot off the press. Literally, this is announced. This was brought out ten minutes ago. Yeah, great. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the PPSH. My quest for dark aether camo kind of went on hold for a bit. So. Um, yeah. Although you don't need to grind the PPSH in order to get um, the dark Aether camo, because you only mm. need the original guns all in diamond, and mm. so the PPSH doesn't count. Progress doesn't count towards the the camo. It, it will be a gun that I'll enjoy messing around with in zombies. I think if I if I can mm-hmm. unlock it anyway, because I'll have to actually still unlock it. Anyway, let's let's go straight straight to the news. Lawrence. Straight to the news. Yes. Of, yes. I hear that you're live at the Ubisoft yes. conference where the numbers have just come in. It's very cold. Why oh. do we have to be in Canada? <laughs> so they've heard that they have their earning calls today of their fiscal year. Yes. Uh, uh, 20, uh, 2020, 2021, which ended March 31st. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm expecting um, they earned a penny or two. They did earn a pretty penny or two. They yeah. also picked a pocket or three. Uh, they are going to be focused on diverse, diversification of their portfolio. Uh, they have had record levels of engagement, growth, and revenue. Uh, yearly revenue of over two billion euros. What? Jesus! Yeah, their yearly revenue is over two billion euros. Who? What? Assassin's Creed had re- record performance with Valhalla having fifty percent revenue increase from the previous record in two thousand and thirteen. Wow. Uh, as as a note, re- revenue in, revenue is money earned, which includes not just game sales but microtransactions and season passes. Valhalla has outpaced Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Four for earnings, though Odyssey continues to grow through uh, microtransaction sales and has more made more money total. The number of units sold is unknown, but appears to be lower than or similar to Origins, based on other reports, likely meaning around the nine to ten million unit range. Yeah, which is a lot. Like Valhalla was a really good game. Uh, seasonal content will continue throughout the year and Discovery Tour will return, which is great for educational uses. Right. Um, now moving on to Immortals, Phoenix Rising, I think it is, or Phoenix Rising Immortals. Oh, uh, this is an Ubisoft title, is it? Yeah, that is, ah, okay. it, that, that is that, it came out uh, a few months ago, I think. It did, but I didn't realise it was an Ubisoft. Mm. Uh, it's continuing to grow with player acquisition and retention. And Ubi is considering it a new franchise moving forward, so that's great. If anyone likes uh, that game, you might be getting a sequel. Okay. Uh, Skull and Bones, you remember that ye olde multiplayer pirate game that was announced literally like two, three years ago? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of it, but... Yeah, it's been forever since we've had anything. That and Avatar has been pushed back to the fiscal year 22-23. Sorry, Avatar so as in Avatar, The Legend of Aang, The Last Airbender Avatar? It, it could be, or it's probably the James Cameron movies. Oh, um, well, that would be disappointing if it was that all, one. All, 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 they said was, all they said was Avatar. Um, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine has been slated for the first half of the fiscal year 21-22. This likely means before September, leaving slots open for the holiday season in early 2022. Ah, yes, Rainbow um, Six Siege. Yeah, well, Rainbow Six Quarantine. It's the three-player zombies-like thing. Yes. Yeah, the, um, new, just the with, new Rainbow Six. Yeah, very good. Yeah, just with Rainbow Six Tacticals, which probably would get me more into it than anything. Yeah. Um, multiplayer delays have occurred internally due to covid Ubisoft is pleased with progress on the titles. Three to four AAA titles are currently expected by Ubisoft in the fiscal year 21-22. Four AAA titles are coming in the fiscal year 22-23, including Avatar, releasing with the movie. So that I can only assume it's the James Cameron one. Uh, yeah. Skull and Bones and Beyond Good and Evil 2. 
As oh I know, Ubisoft did say that a new AC, new Assassin's Creed, will not be coming, like they are, they explicitly said in 2016 and 19. Furthermore, they are expecting further brand growth and monetization. Whether that's due to uh, Valhalla's post-launch or a new game is unclear, or probably the Netflix series, which is going to come out. Right, and there we go. That that's that is the earnings call. For okay, so yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, but, but there is a lot to unpack. I'm yeah. surprised that they focus more on Assassin's Creed. I know Assassin's Creed's been doing well, but I mean, I'm surprised that Rainbow Six wasn't their bigger franchise because Assassin's Creed is very single player focused. So even though I mean the game is a little bit dated at this point. Uh, yeah, Valhara, they try, they try to keep updated it. But, yeah, but I think like, that a, after playing it, it's it, honestly it's less not less Assassin's Creed, but it's definitely more modern Assassin's Creed. Yeah, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I, I think that a lot of the time Ubisoft likes to talk about Assassin's Creed, even when it's not the biggest piece of news, but they'll talk about it like it is. Yeah, because they want everybody to know, know and remember that Assassin's Creed exists so that the next time they talk about Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed fans will be like, oh my it's God, it's another Assassin's Creed! Here. It's still here! Honestly, yeah. it's here! Yeah. But I, I, think, I imagine they had the record performance because it came out, it was a launch title for PlayStation 5 and Xbox One. Yeah, definitely. Uh, X, so. And then also the fact that they're, they're pushing microtransactions quite heavily now. Yes, very heavily. Which people are, which are, people are always going to, to fall into with the right marketing it's just one of those yes. things it's yeah. it is uh i would say that ubisoft's implementation of microtransactions into a single player game are probably not the best example of how to do microtransactions no, because it's mainly skins it like yeah to show off and you're like show off to, to who, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly so like, <laughs> who the hell am i gonna show this off to me missus yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, okay, well, let's move into some other news here now. We're not going to talk about uh-huh. the Resident Evil just yet, because I think there's a couple of bits of, of talk that we can do about with Resident Evil coming mm-hmm. up. Um, but I, I've just seen here yeah. uh, Fatal Fra- Frame, you know Fatal Frame? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes, yes. It has returned as a pachinko slot machine. Oh, what a surprise. Do you know of the Pachinko slot machine? I am very familiar with the Pachinko slot <laughs> machine. I, I, I want to play a Pachinko slot machine. I was very lucky on a on Pachinko when I visited Japan. I won uh, I won 77,000 yen on oh a Pachinko God. slot machine, uh, which let's just do a quick conversion here to, to US dollars for, for our listeners here. It's, uh, yeah, about $700. <laughs> on a pachinko machine oh and the game only ended because it was so late at night that the arcade closed or well the pachinko parlor closed sorry um so i ended up paying for uh paying for hotels in cash uh while i was there because they when so in japan gambling is illegal right so the way yes. that they circumnavigate this with pachinko is they give you the physical prize instead so you don't win money but you win a prize and guess what the prize is it's real gold so real gold <laughs> yes so i had won 14 grams of gold uh, in the oh parlor they handed me 14 grams of coal of gold in in of coal seal, of coal yeah <laughs> of gold Sealed in plastic uh, containers with very specific barcodes on them, very preciously oh kept, God. wrapped it up for me and handed it to me. And one of the hosts of, around the parlor had to escort me up some back stairs into a back alley and pointed at a door of a different shop that I walked into. And it was actually just a gold buying store. So the way they do it is they set up a pachinko parlor and then they set up a gold exchange store next to it. And that's how they circumnavigate gambling in Japan. You go and you spend money on the game, you win gold as the prize, and then you go to a completely different shop to turn it into yen. So I got handed yen, uh, quite a lot of yen in cash and then used that to to pay for our hotels for almost the rest of our trip. Jeez. It was fantastic. Well, speaking of really bad gambling practices, EA. Well, I've not, I've not <laughs> even talked about Fatal Frame yeah. yet. 
But I have to give you the news about Fatal Frame first. Oh, okay. I suppose um, we'll let you have your Fatal Frame news. So fans who were hoping and waiting for a new Fatal Frame are going to be sadly slightly disappointed. Unless you live in Japan. Um, because, yes, a new Fatal Frame pachinko slot machine has been announced. Fatal Frame was developed by Tecmo. Uh, it was debuted... In 2001 on the PS2, um, the most recent entry prior to this was Maiden of the Blackwater, which was released on the Wii in 2014. Mm. Um, so there isn't really any other details about it just yet because it's only just really been announced. But yeah, it's just going to be one of those um, pachinko machines with lots of flashing lights. I'm assuming this story. I think there's a trailer. So if you are interested... Um, in Fatal Frame, looking at it, you can go on on YouTube and find yourself some Fatal Frame action in pachinko mm-hmm. form over there. Right, back to EA. Back to EA. The really bad gambling practices. Yeah. Uh, EA Play, the event, is uh-huh. coming in July this year. They they have they have said it's this July, and we've got uh, Battlefield Six, which will be revealed in June, which apparently looks very very good, like very good. Right. So, okay. And maybe some more Star Wars news. Maybe some uh, FIFA news for me. <laughs> Just you. Nobody Just else. me. No one else. Yeah. Screw you all. Uh, you know, just different EA titles. Hopefully, some sim news for your simmers out there. Don't hold your breath because we all know how they hate you. Uh, yeah, that's 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 really it. EA, EA plays in July. Yeah. Is there going to be any... I mean, do you think there's going to be a lot of Outriders news or... Well, that's Square Enix. Oh, so sorry, that, yeah, Square Enix. Yeah. That uh, won't be... Yeah. And, just, and, and, and I know they all somehow mix together, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to try and think what other EA franchises they could... I mean, they've got all the sports stuff, but what yeah. what else are they doing right now? Well, that's going to be more be, interesting. Um, the Respawn guys as well, they'll they'll be having something. Right, yeah, Respawn. What were Respawn up to? They've been up to something, haven't they? What were they working on? Uh, Apex, Fallen yeah, Order. Yeah, Apex is Apex. Stuff like that, yeah. That's right, yeah. That's what I was thinking of, the Apex. And I've got, I've got another good seg- segue as well for you. Oh, go on. Speaking of ripping off players, <laughs> well, World of Warcraft. <laughs> I'm fucking out. I'm, I'm going at it today. You are. You're hot well, on your heels. I'm hot. World of Warcraft Classic players are furious at how expensive it is to, for character cloning. Oh, so the, the way that they're working is then they've brought out World of Warcraft Classic, which is a vanilla, and then they've brought out the first expansion, which is World of Warcraft Burning Crusade. Yes, but they are, from what I remember, from what I recall, it is two separate things. Okay, so you've got one server for Burning Crusade, or like one program for Burning Crusade, and another for Classic. So and two different launch, yeah. Two launch, it, uh, well, well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right, right, right. right. But if, if you wanted to take your classic character to Burning Crusade to that server and continue on from where you were doing, like getting all, having all your mounts and everything like that, you have to pay. Actually, I wanted to guess. I wanted to guess how much would you pay to clone your character over to the to uh, the first expansion? Right, I would say with everything. If I okay with everything, mm-hmm. I think it would probably. I think like if we're talking pounds, I would say maybe seven ninety nine. So maybe nine ninety nine dollars. Let, let, let me just transfer this because they've they've only done it in dollars. We'll so. do it. We could do it in US dollars as well. Okay. Because I think uh, it's good that everybody can understand just how yes. bad this is. So you 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 would you would pay seven. You pay like seven eight pounds. I pay eight pounds ten dollars. Yeah. Okay. Higher. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Okay, if I'm going to guess now what I actually think they're charging, are they charging uh-huh. $25? Higher. No. They're not uh-huh. charging more than $25. Is it double char- that? No, they're charging... They're double that, no. £50 of character, no. They, they are charging $35 US dollar oh. per character. Oof. You know what you Which could is buy twenty five quid. What you could buy with 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 thirty five dollars? You could buy a new game. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's you like could... two... Bear in mind, you still are paying for a... Um, you're paying for the expansion of the, the live game. Yeah. You're Wait, also how much paying, is that? Uh, that can uh, that is either forty or seventy dollars. Oh my! Wait, forty you're, you're or seventy? Yeah, because the deluxe edition. Oh yeah, of course. If if you're also on top of that paying, uh, I think uh, for you the UK it's uh, ten. Yeah, it's ten pounds for us, fifteen dollars a month to play Whoa. it. And now you have to fork out another. $35 to transfer your character over to, to the game, which you've already bought. <laughs> yeah, if you if you've if you're buying the deluxe edition and crossing over saves, you're spending like $105 just to get yourself going before you're then continuing to pay your monthly fee. That is just it's outrageous. It's, it's either okay, that, it's I'm either that or you make or you can make a new character and you start all over again, yeah, wasting but, uh, all the work you put on there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously nobody's going to do that. So, you know, at the lowest at the lowest price, they're paying like seventy dollars, right? So you're paying thirty, thirty five dollars for the for the expansion, and then thirty dollars to mm-hmm, cross over. Mm-hmm. So at the at the least, you're paying like seventy dollars. That is literally right. So now let's talk when, like. When the Xbox One was out, right, and there were like deluxe editions of games, right? The deluxe mm-hmm. edition of a game was like seventy quid for a whole game with some extra fangled dangle DLC throw-ins. Fangled dangle. Well, you know what I mean, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your little, your little, your little trinkets. You know, now little, that's standard seventy quid. Yeah, just to just to just for the opportunity to buy it, you got to pay seventy quid to, you know? to log in these days. Uh, and they wonder why there's so many pirates around. I know. Well, that's has got any money? That's why Skull and Bones is delayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been pirated too many times. Yeah. So, um... The dev teams are actual pirates. <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed for him, honestly. I'm, like, I... This is, this is the death of World of Warcraft. This is how it's gonna die. Yeah. The greed. Yeah, it is very greedy. And, um... Disappointing. Mm. Speaking of disappointment... Right, yeah. Cara Dude is a bit disappointed about this piece of news. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, so Star Wars and Disney, yeah, have yeah. Uh, have come up <laughs> with some official uh? pinball machines. Uh? Yeah. So the Stern Pinball Company of making uh, three Mandalorian pinball machines. Licensed oh. by uh, Disney, and oh, I. I know it's quite good. This isn't it, uh, mm. but the disappointing part is that Cara Dune is nowhere to be seen on there at all <laughs> on any of the imagery of any of the pinball machine. Interesting. Um, mm. The uh, pro model of the pinball machine is six thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh my god! The premium one is seven thousand seven hundred ninety nine dollars. And the and the limited edition one is nine thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars, and it's limited to seven hundred and fifty units. Is <laughs> that cheap? Right? Okay, so, that's for the execs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Speaking it, of overpriced tech, oh yeah. Well, go on. I'll let you finish. I just want to get that segue in there so oh, you can edit it in later. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so the uh, limited edition. Um, Inclu- includes an exclusive full color mirrored back glass inspired by Beskar armor. <laughs> it's got. <laughs> I think just paying for a mirror. Iconic <laughs> custom cabinet artwork, custom high gloss powder coated pinball armor, a custom oh, yeah. designer autographed bottom arc, exclusive inside art blades. Upgraded audio system, an anti-reflective pinball playfield glass, oh, and a sequentially numbered plan. They'll say anything uh, to make this sound to more than this, a more than a pinball crap, machine. Won't they? Yeah, basically, yeah. But um, oh but it's nice God. because it continues the legacy of of pinball machines in movies and TV, and I and I kind of like that part of it. And they all include a baby Yoda, so. Rest assured, friends, you can you you might be seeing one. If you see 
a uh, a Mandalorian pinball machine anywhere, you could know it's the real deal. As long as it's made by CERN, of course. Yes. Uh, so speaking of limited sh- stuff. Uh-huh. PlayStation 5s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sony have came out. <laughs> yeah. And said that the stock, the limited stock, could continue into 2022. My God, aren't they like making PS5s with like other parts now? They're just trying to get they, them made they try, any way they, they can. They're trying to make them get yeah, get made. I've only seen this amount of limited stock once before with the Wii. Wow, remember the Wii drought and how bad that was? Yeah, but but even it's then, ve- this is very um, similar to PlayStation Five. Yeah, but 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 even then, the um, the Wii. The the shortage was quickly. Yeah, it was like by the April fixed. of that, of that like the next year, like we sorted. This is going to continue until twenty twenty two, which means we're going to have a longer uh, console cycle. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. Save up for the next one, which is going to be like a grand. <laughs> well, yeah, if they if they haven't already charged us enough to get into the store, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what do we think now is going to happen with PS fives then? Because Xbox seemed to still be quite short, but uh, not not the worst. But Sony just seemed to be. This is like a chip thing. It's like a parts thing in particular. They're yeah. trying to. Can you imagine the logistics at this point? You've you've spent years, Bill. Years said like that. By years. the way, <laughs> years. Years. They spent years figuring out. How to make this PS5, See, yeah, right? It's, it's, a Japanese, it's a Japanese engineer. We can't say it any other way. Otherwise, we're going to fly for the races. <laughs> That's just how I say years sometimes. Years. Years. <laughs> years. And, years. Um, and now that... It sounds like a character from Little Britain. Yeah. Years. Years. But now imagine <laughs> trying to make that thing that you've been, ma- that you've been planning on building for years. Imagine now trying to make it with completely different parts, it's like tr- it's like trying to make a Lego thing with Meccano. Yeah, or connects. Or connects. Yeah, connects. God, God forbid you try or Duplo. Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. Um, so that's horrible. But um, also, hopefully, like what I, I think there was some like some uh, teething issues with. People saying they weren't getting the PS5 they wanted at some point because some parts were immediately different in some areas of the world. That seems like just a logistics thing when you're trying to make consoles in different places closer Mm -hmm. to the area that you're selling it around the world. You can imagine there's multiple factories making PS5s. There isn't just one place in the world where all the PS5s come from. (laughs) But um, this sounds... Yeah, PS5 Island. But this we sounds... must harvest them from the trees. <laughs> plant, plant the seed early. Plant, plant the seed of the PlayStation. Very, the very early. PlayStation 5. Generations early, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just seems like a real big logistic nightmare. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the demand's not dying down for them. People still want them. and that, That's why there's such a shortage, because people are just... Yeah. Doing everything they can to get them. I mean, look when I got mine, I spent three days pretty much with very little sleep trying to get one. Yeah, but also it gives time for for PS5 games to to be finished. Like, you know, because of COVID and everything, you can imagine that, well, just like we saw with Halo Infinite and, and many games getting delayed because of COVID, you know, a new console yeah. comes out literally like in the middle of a pandemic and you're like, well, you know, do you have the games for it? And in, in Sony's case, they didn't they didn't have that much, and there's still big titles like Ratchet and Clank on the way. So this yeah. is really just giving giving developers it's, it's time. Time, yeah. yeah. Because by the time everyone can finally get their hands on a PlayStation, there might actually be some really good games worth you know spending yeah. the rest of your yeah. money on. Um, right. So really, it's 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 only it's only a good thing. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. Speaking of games, you can spend your money on Lawrence. Oh, I. Um, there is a game on Kickstarter right now that I wanted ah. to talk a little bit about. It's called Unbeatable, and the quote is, a game where music is illegal and you do crimes. It was funded in 15 hours, the entire game. So we don't normally see crowdfunding games like this uh, on Kickstarter, 
but they've they had a $55,000 goal. In 15 hours, it was completely funded. And as of today, they've got $267,000 to fund this game. Um, it is a anime-juiced rhythm adventure with a heavy focus on music and emotions. And the artwork isn't traditional anime style, but it's kind of more sharper digital, but um, but very still anime looking anime style you know very bright and colorful not kind of more traditional if you know what i'm saying there mm-hmm. uh very heightened sensed colors very rich uh pink pinks and bright yellows and there are pastel blues and things like that um but uh because of all this now because of the goals reached and all that um, they now have, they've obviously had to come up with new stretch goals and stuff. So stretch goals here now include things like um, they're adding online multiplayer for three hundred thousand um, dollars. They've already reached two hundred thousand, so that is remixes and acoustic versions of the songs that are going to be in the game. And mm-hmm. I've only just um, seen this, so I haven't actually watched anything or played any demo of it yet. But I absolutely will be. And because something like this reminds me of a game called Guitar Man. Oh, yes, yes. I remember Guitar Man, yes. Which was one of my personal all-time favorite music games ever. So I'm really excited to look at this. Um, the company mm-hmm. making it is called D-Cell Games. I don't know if they've done anything before. Um, but I'm just looking here what the price of the game is. Uh, the price of the game if you pledge on Kickstarter, it's $27. You get a PC copy of the game. That's pretty much it. Um, and and you also get a Discord roll and wallpaper pack. So There is there is a demo already out to play, which is great. Um, yeah. Uh, on, the kick, on, on the Kickstarter where it says funder, funded in under 15 hours, then underneath is like that banner. Yeah. That is pretty much, like for like, the Persona 5 main menu right at the beginning. Like the Brilliant. start menu. Right. Well, I don't, so, that, that's kind of cool, though. But which is not a bad thing. It's man, very stylish. The aesthetic looks amazing of this game, yeah. and I just wanted to bring it up because if anybody is interested in that kind of game, um, the Kickstarter the Kickstarter is still open. It looks really cool. I'm going to be checking it out literally like after this ends, so after we finish recording, just for a little bit. Yeah. So shall we shall, shall we pledge ten thousand US dollars? Um, uh, absolutely. I think that's the only course of action. Okay. Wait, can you actually well, do that? Yeah, you can. You can pledge ten thousand dollars. You can pledge three thousand five hundred for. Yeah, but that that that's gone. <laughs> that one's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Reward no longer available. What did we get for that? You got what kind? Okay, you can we design. Could been, we could have been an enemy. We you can design your own enemy. What kind of opponents will beat and Kobe fighting? With this tier, oh, so the character's called Beat. Um, yeah. You'll be one of the two people answering that question. <laughs> Designers must be reasonable at our discussion and safe for work. My God, people, so what people are all have these? Actually, like, donated all this. Oh, a my digital God. PC copy, a digital Bandcamp keys for the OST and demo tapes, a digital PDF download of all the art book, Kickstarter exclusive shirt and poster. You'd hope so for thirty five hundred. A physical CD. And a copy of Unbeatables OSC, yeah, okay. A physical print of the art book, your name etched in the game's world, your very own safer work and definitely human NPC in the game, a mini game of your own design, your very Mm. own enemy design and a Discord reward. That's crazy. You can get one of them... You can get that for ten. There's one for ten k, which is exactly that, but it's limited to one. There's another one for ten k, which um, basically they they'll commission a custom guitar and give wow. it an unbeatable themed paint job. Man, and then you'll get it along with all that. It's pretty pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Let's face it. That's pretty cool, but if but if the distinguishing feature is the guitar, you could probably get a guitar and have it custom painted for a lot less than ten thousand yeah, dollars. Custom painted, custom painted, signed by the whole team, and you get all, like all of the stuff with it. You get mini game with your own design, your very own um, uh, NPC, uh, your name etched in the world, all that, all that kind of jazz, and your own enemy design as well. So it's all, it's all, it's all pretty cool. Like you, you, I think you get a lot for it. 
Yeah, so there's a lot of hype, and if the game is uh, is as good as as the as it looks, uh, I'm going to be a very happy chappy. Um, yeah, you're going to be happy chappy, are you? Going to be happy chappy, Lawrence. That's uh, going to be happy chappy. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I'm, I'm going to take that and run with that art style. Yeah. And say about stylistic art in Fortnite, we have a Fortnite update. Oh yeah, cool. Yes, we may be getting a new Daybreak PVE survival mode. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. In, in in the single player or? Oh, this is this is in Fortnite because the old one doesn't exist anymore. Save the world doesn't exist anymore. Uh, uh, they maybe bring back a new PVE survival sandbox to Fortnite, as files referencing Daybreak appear in today's 16.40 patch. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's a spot, a spotted by Eurogamer. The latest Fortnite update includes references to an open-world sam- simulation sandbox previously teased by Leaker HypeX uh, right. earlier this month. Mm-hmm. From the looks of various leaks, Daybreak takes place on an entirely different map from the Battle Royale and involves hunting monsters, scavenging, crafting items before making your escape with other players by repairing a helicopter before the game's third night. I wonder Ooh. what that is going to mean for people who own Save the World then, because... Well, I, I, I'm one of those people. I believe I'm going to get something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you had it. Yeah, yeah, I had it. I bought the game. Yeah, I bought it when it first came out. Oh. Uh, uh. Well... VR, which is kind of related to play, uh, to uh, the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah. Uh, the HTC Vive Pro 2 has been announced today. Okay. Uh, it isn't a standalone unit like the Oculus Quest 2. It is instead to be designed to be plumbed into your PC from the outset. I don't need a beefy PC. Weird. Oh, so they, there? They, they showed, they're showing off the specs here and oh... What are we, is what this going to cost? Is it looking like... Oh, the... oh no. Mm. What's interesting oh. here is how they, how they, from what you're saying, they've gone the completely opposite direction mm. as um, as Facebook and have gone for the premium VR experience. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me tell you the specs and then I have I have the pre-order price tag. Oh my God. Okay, hit me with it. So the display is IPS LCD, which is different from the Vive Pro for a dual uh, AMO LED. Okay. The resolution per eye yeah. is 2048 times 2448. Okay. So it can run basically 4K, uh, 2K into your eyes. Yeah. The refresh rate is 120 hertz. Wow. The field of view is 120 degrees. I'm not uh, sure how wide that is compared to. Um, well, uh, uh, let me get the Quest stats up. Yeah. Oculus. Uh, which one? Which one is? Is it that you use the original, the first Quest? No. Well, let's just see. I'm just talking about uh, in general specs. compared to the Quest Two. Um, it is. Uh, well, the the Oculus. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! The Oculus only has fourteen forty times 1600 per eye display yeah. resolution okay 72 hertz so it is it is a beefy yeah. beefy mother trucker yeah well i mean you should hope so for it being a, a plug and plug into the pc well, machine you should certainly hope so for the price go on that they're going to make you pay for it why is for it just the headset and considering considering the tech I, i'm this is pretty damn good it's Six hundred and fifty nine pounds for just the headset, right? And then is Which it going to be too bad? Does it require the tracking technology as well, like external well, tracking? Yes, yes. If 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 uh, if you need the full starter pack, which includes the headset, the pair of second generation base stations, and Vive controllers, you're looking at around about one thousand two hundred ninety nine pounds. Oh my god, gaming is expensive. What happened? Why are these companies just like, I know, we're in a pandemic. Let's hike the prices up. So I think really this play is a more it's it's less to be fair, it looks ugly. It looks it's real le- ugly. I think it's gonna be a less retail focused device. I think it's gonna be a more um a more business oriented device. And yes, it does look pretty yeah. ugly. It looks it, like it, it looks like Wally just got glued to your face. 
a bit. <laughs> I hate, I hate, um, I hate those headphones. Look at, look at the it's yeah. plastic on the inside. Yeah. Um, well, I at think, least you don't get Facebook. Yeah, I think. Well, that's true. You could pay to to get off that, but um, for seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, that is a bit of a nightmare. I think, like I was saying, that um, these days, like the way VR is kind of going now, is I think we'll see the wireless ones become the more uh, retail friendly to the average person and the more professional, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more expensive, higher resolution ones will go into business for more uh, business-oriented virtual reality experiences and, you know, other non-game-related use cases. Um, And I do think there is a, a need for a market in both, but I do think they could do that wirelessly eventually i don't Typically, think yeah go on i was just gonna say i don't think it's very i mean well i say that they are pumping 2k to your eyes at 120 so what do i expect richard yes okay calm down everybody i'm just i'm just talking okay we're just having a conversation over here <laughs> i'm allowed to express my thoughts and opinions um, <laughs> no i do think that <laughs> i think that that better be a that better be a log wire it better come I mean, yeah. with, a, with a 10 meter yeah, cable. It would probably be a long while. But <laughs> the thing is, with VR right now, there's nothing going for it. There's nothing like that big, 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 big thing which everyone just goes, oh my God, yeah. There's like, there's nothing there. But that's what I mean. It's VR. In the private sector of VR for medical, for business, for architecture, for all sorts of stuff like that, big company stuff. There probably are private markets that we're just not aware of because we're not the uh, we're not the buyers of it. You know, uh, there there's stuff getting yeah. commissioned all the time for private use in business in VR, and I think that's where this headset um, probably has a more a, a better chance. Although I will say that not everybody in the private you know, sector of custom VR applications for business and architecture and whatnot. Not everybody there also wants to have a big chunky headset. A lot of those people are trying to be sold on the idea of something or are trying to experience, have the best experience that a company's trying to give you to show you something incredible that they can do or something, you know, in VR. So as while this is a very expensive headset and will be very powerful and the fact that it's not wireless will also also kind of is a bit of a uh, con at the same time. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That was that was my rant about about VR. I think I think there's pros and cons, but I think because it's still very early in VR, we won't know whether hedging their bets going for this side of the market is going to pay off yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anything else? Right. Uh, no. We. I think we can finally move on to maybe the last topic of this pod, which we've all been waiting for. Yes, very good. Resident Evil. Resi Evil. Resident Evil: The Village. Uh, a very interesting game, which I've been looking forward to ever since it was announced. Actually, right. Uh, purely, purely because of the aesthetic. It yeah. looks very Resident Evil Four, and I liked Resident Evil Four. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. Even though I haven't actually played many, I've only played two Resident Evil. I've played mm. Res, the remake of two. I played four. That was, that was scary. Resident Evil two remake. That that oh. that. Oh. I didn't finish oh. it. I finished four I though. I finished it. I what finished was it. what was interesting about four for me was I was still quite young, and I actually thought yeah. it was just because I had it on the Wii, and I just liked the idea of using the Wii mode as the gun. I like bought a gun accessory for the Wii just to play Resident Evil and um and enjoyed it and it was scary as all hell, but I got through it because I thought, you know, it was just the fact I've got that a I was gun, I'm going to blast you away. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, it looks really great and um it's obviously taken over the world right now in gaming a little bit. Yes. Um, just a you- bit you Not haven't much. watched any really, have you? Because you've played the demo, but you're yeah. you're actually going to play it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and stream it. Uh, yeah, try being the keyword. Uh, so, I played a little, like I said, I played a little bit of it on the PlayStation Five. Uh, the gameplay demo that came yeah. out, uh, the Maiden demo. Oh, right. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
So which section mm. was that? Was that a particular part um, of the game? No, that was a prequel. Oh, so we, they we, made a whole this whole bit, which is like a prequel to it. <laughs> no way! Yeah. That is so um, good. Exclusive for the PlayStation Five. Oh, so not a lot of people hell. played it. No. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, you start off in this dungeon. Yeah, which is always a good sign. Start off in a dungeon. Yeah, as um, always. You're in a it room. Sounds like a good. Fr- Sounds like a good Friday night. It sounds like the start uh, of a campaign. You're in a dungeon. <laughs> you're in you're a woken dungeon. up and you're in a dungeon. You're woken up. You hear the dripping wet of something. You hear shuffling behind you. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, and you kind of cli- you kind of climb through this tunnel thing, uh, which is always the best thing in pitch black darkness is climb through a tunnel. Classic. That's one of, it's what, that is one of my biggest fears is climbing through a small space and then seeing something at the end just appear. Yeah. I, uh, no. That is instant alt F4. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which doesn't work on a PS5, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you, you walk out and like you have to escape this this prison thing. And you see a lot of dead bodies and you have to move the dead bodies. And as you move a dead body, something falls to the left and you hear that violin screech. And you think you can hear some like someone whispering something behind you. And it's like, mm-hmm. is this Resident Evil or is this ghost hunting? What's happening here? Yeah, it's spooky. Uh, yeah, very spooky. And then you get a key, and then you're into this castle, like this castle lobby, and that's where you kind of got to hide from the uh, one of the sisters, which you, which we've seen in the trailer, the ones in black. Okay. Uh, and the demo ends by Lady D coming through the front doors and killing you, right? By, your, by lifting you up from your neck. So it's interesting that you are saying that this is a prequel because yes, the game. I don't want to say anything that's going to spoil it for you, but you definitely don't start in the castle. No, you, you don't. You end up having to make your way to the castle again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they in the trailer, they showed it. It's basically a... Um, I mean, this was in the announcement trailer, so it's completely fine to say this. Um, this is taking place after Resident Evil 7, uh, where you are settled down with Mia and you have a baby. Uh, and then Chris Redfield comes and kicks down your door and and kills Mia. Um, and sorry? then takes your baby. Oh, okay. So uh, so now you're chasing Chris Redfield. Right, so just for context here, who is Chris Redfield for the listeners? Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield is one of the main, very main protagonists in, I think, the very first Resident Evil. I think it was Jill and Chris. Um, So he's like one of the big, big, big main guys. And he's just done all this. And you're just like, wait, what? (laughs) Explain it. Who are you? Uh, in in, In the end of Resident Evil 7, you saw him with an umbrella logo on his shoulder. Ooh. But but it wasn't a red umbrella logo. It was a blue umbrella logo. So it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> Different umbrella. Different um, umbrella. But um, so, which character are you playing? Are you playing as this guy called Ethan or something? Ethan. Yeah, you play as Ethan Winters, which is the same character from Resident Evil Seven. So it is literally uh, okay. a, a a sequel. The very first, I think it's the very first direct sequel from 7 to 8 with the same character because I know they did it in 2 and 3 but you played as different characters so it's 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 new for the franchise it's still in first person which I'm a little disappointed in but you know it it does kind of immerse you very very deeply into the game I will say that there have been moments because I'm not necessarily playing it I've been watching a lot of different people stream it and you know, do videos on it. I haven't watched the whole story. I've been watching just, I've just been dipping in and out of different sections. Um, mm-hmm. Being in first person, they've they've done a lot really well. And I think there's a lot yeah. of atmosphere building that they couldn't have done in third person the way that they have. Because there's like, yeah, just the way that like, when you're following maybe another character, the other character goes into a room all doors kind of open by themselves really beautifully. And then mm. and then the camera kind of just, you know, the kind of head bob kind of thing. Oh, it yeah. Just, it just, there are some moments where it's just perfect. In some rooms when you're following a character maybe and there's a little bit of stuff already going on that you have no control over, but you're kind of just following the action. Yeah. And, 
And that just looked really great in first person. And, I, and there's some moments I just thought, wow, that, that actually looks like a real improvement in a Resident Evil game that you can yeah. see. And I think they've also managed um, to do some very good uh, modernizations of the uh, combat, which doesn't take away from the traditional... Resident Evil style. I heard someone mm-hmm. really a little bit kind of complaining about the combat, like almost saying that it was maybe feeling a bit clunky or a little bit like, oh, you know, it could be better. But my argument for that really is that Resident Evil is purposefully not great in combat because it adds to the fear factor, the stress yeah. of you having to get your aim right, of you not being able to miss this shot, you know, movement and... <laughs> The turning... well, you've got this thing just clamoring towards you. They're like, yeah. I need to kill this thing. <laughs> yeah, it purposefully is a bit clunky. And I, they design it that way. And I, and I noticed that when I played 4. You notice it in 2. And and again, you're seeing it now again in, in Resident Evil Village. The combat, the way you can move on controller even specifically, is mm-hmm. is very traditional... Resident Evil, uh, just, yeah, clunkiness, but not in a negative way. It's just that edginess. It's edgy combat, which is really nice. I like that you can still, uh, do a full turnaround with one mm-hmm. button. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. part, that's part of it. Do you know what I mean? Like those things, the stuff you don't find in games traditionally, it, but it's, it's really still, still Resident Evil. It's the yeah. language of Resident Evil. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. to the, to how the game feels. Um, so that looked great. Um, I was dead impressed by a lot of this. I have seen some of the villains. I've seen some of the boss fights. Um, some of it is, is a bit predictable in terms of, in terms of like, you know, you can predict there's an enemy that isn't necessarily just that enemy. And then they consistently will, will look like they're not feeling very well. And all of a sudden turn into a giant monster with wings and they're a demon. And now you have to kill them. Like that happens. I mean, that's Resident Evil, though, isn't it? That is, yeah. And, <laughs> that is and, Resident Evil, and we're not sure of it at all in Resident Evil Village. So, I mean, that's, um, I mean, like you say, everyone's been playing it, and it looks gorgeous. Oh yeah, like it looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, and the better these games get at how they look, the scarier they get. Yeah, that's the um, the, uh, where can we go from here in terms of graphics? Though, like the only the only place I can see going from here is. Literally uncanny valley. Yeah, I mean, but you see, this is the thing with like graphics and games and stuff. We're saying this now, but in twenty years, we'll be like, "Oh, where could they go from here?" Do you remember when Resident <laughs> Evil Village looked really I good, and now we maybe look at that and it oh. looks like potato? Oh, like like PlayStation One graphics. I can literally smell the graphics. Yeah, I, I'm not oh. scared of that game at all. Now it looks like oh. looks like paper. It looks like paper mache. To be fair, to be fair though. <laughs> Paper bashé. To be fair, though, Silent Hill Two is still terrifying. Uh, oh and yeah, that but came out on the PlayStation Two. So. Not for graphical reasons, though. No, it's just terrifying. It's just, it's just a name. fantastic game. It's just just it developed in game. that way. It, it yeah. is an amazing game in terms of psychology. Um. So I've seen. I mean, have you seen any of the bosses yet, or any of the evil kind of the enemies no. you have to? You're staying away from no. it completely, are you? I'm staying away from completely. Uh, yeah. I have looked into the Resident Evil Reverse, which is coming out in in the summer. Oh yeah. So what's uh, this? Uh, it's a <laughs> a clash in the in a fight to the death. Test your skills against other players in six person deathmatch battles. Oh. Cool. And you can play as either one of the heroes or the bioweapons. Why does that remind me of the Final Fantasy uh, battle royale that's supposed to be coming to phones? I don't, I don't know, but this this is coming on Steam. It's free with the games, which is good. Um, it, yeah, it's a multiplayer deathmatch. You can play as literally anyone from the Resident Evil universe, including like uh, Mister X or um, Leon or Ada or what's his bloody name now? Nemesis. That's it. Right. Uh, yeah, and Claire and all 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 the characters you know and love. Basically, in a death match. Right. Okay. Interesting. Didn't see that one coming. No, but I'm ass- I'm assuming that more Resident Evil sooner rather than later will help the main the mainline game. So yes. 
It's yes, better that yeah. we have more news like that coming out now because that'll help kind of, yeah, how the... Mm-hmm. Also, I watched um, some of the mocap on Resident Evil Village. They did a yes, lot of motion cap. I saw some of that, yeah. Looked looked creepy even just in the motion cap. Lady D. She is Lady as tall D. as as she looks. They, I mean, and, they, they gave, they didn't they given... Well, we, we mentioned this on a pod like, ages ago. We, they have gave her actual height. Yeah, they gave her measurements. Yeah, six. Yeah, oh, 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 they gave her measurements. All right, seven. She's nine. To, she's nine foot six. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> she is big, but her daughter. She, she a tall lady. What yeah, I by snoo, snoo. what I think is interesting is that she was obviously used in the marketing, but she's only one part of this entire game. Yeah, she she's not the main villain. She's no. like some villain or something. She's like she's working underneath someone else, and like, I bet and she like, is. <laughs> well, you wouldn't bet she is at nine foot six. You don't think she'd be under anyone? Well, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> but she's um, the tallest Resident Evil villain. She's taller than Nemesis by far. Yeah. Well, she gets even taller when when she's when she's not Lady D. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. I can yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Uh, the castle Ugh. looks amazing as well from the outside. She's have you seen than Thanos? Have you seen any? Of- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a Google. Just like oh my God. this lady taller than. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, great. What else is there? Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, taller than Thanos. Right. Taller than Nemesis by like a fob. Literally, his head is in her bosom. Okay, well. She's taller than an ostrich. Right. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> just add ostrich. She's t- an ostrich. Yeah, yeah, she's taller than an ostrich. Uh, Did you know you could do- play this on uh, Stadia, by the way? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can play it on Stadia. God forbid, if you didn't need, you didn't need combat problems to start uh, with. You just need the lag, it's fine. Yeah. She's taller than me. No way. Uh yeah, I'm I'm just nine. I'm nine three. She's nine six. You know, it's, so it's close. It's an issue. Yeah, yeah. it's close. But you know, mm-hmm. there is a. By the way, related to this, um, a little it? bit of extra news. A horror oh, film director is currently claiming that Resident Evil Village used his monster designs and that it's creative oh. abuse. This seems to be coming out a lot uh, more and more in the game industry. It's Dutch film director Richard or Richard <laughs> Ramphorst um, has pointed out multiple he similarities. Said that again, three times fast. Yeah, well, uh, multiple similarities between creatures in Frankenstein's army and Resident Evil Village. Oh, so this uh, this director um, he was the director of the film Frankenstein's Army in 2013. Um, mm-hmm. There is a boss. Um, which is basically a guy who has a aeroplane propeller for a head, um, apparently, and um, and it looks pretty much identical to a creature in the movie, who is basically just a creature with a giant airplane propeller for a head, Lawrence. Right. Um, he says he doesn't expect royalties because he doesn't own rights to the film because he was just the director of it, I suppose. He'd at least like a credit because he designed oh, I bet you would. the monsters. I bet you'd like a credit on Resident Evil. Well, yeah. Well, you know, if they did actually steal his design or whatever, then... They're entitled you know. to it, I guess. But if they... But uh, is, it, is it stealing or is it a homage? This 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 is this Matt, is a whole issue that we could discuss no, about I mean, creative infringement and stuff like that. Also, by the way, it's not just that boss. There are a couple of other creatures. Mm, some some are quite a stretch. I I agree that some are a stretch, but I think that because he's found the first one, it's then easier to pick out pieces of other ones. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, the this, yeah these are these are stretching real bad stretching. Other than the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, like even the first one, I think, is a bit of a stretch because it's it's similar, but it's not. It isn't that. That's no. the difference. If it was exact that, then he might have a leg to stand on. Possibly, but he he, he doesn't because well, 
There's different might... designs in, in there. Like the, the, the propeller one from the film isn't as butch as this first one. And I know that sounds petty and, and like, oh, that doesn't really matter. But it, it does. Like the, the minor details matter in, in, in these kind of situations. Right. So... Yeah. Anyway, that was a bit of a squiff off topic. but um, A squiff off topic. Yeah. There are lots of news-related things for Resident Evil that are spoilery. So I won't, um, I won't read any of those. However... Uh, Resident Evil Village has already broken a hundred thousand concurrent players on PC, which is its which is oh, a wow. series record. So that is they're doing a great job. Yeah, I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to playing it. I think that we will have to do a kind of a follow up with you uh, next time. Yes, just yes, so we yes, can we chat about how you think. Right. Well, uh, we want to know what you think of Resident Evil. And uh, and its state moving forward, and what you think of this game, you can let us know on social media at Get Real Pod, and you can also you can also send us an email at GetRealGaming at gmail dot com. Um, if you and like our show and you like this episode, then the best way to support us, honestly, other than telling one other person about the show, is uh, just leaving us a rating. Um, just just give us a rating wherever you are helps us out give a lot give it a one star if you want to laugh at his years yeah <laughs> um, and uh, yeah I'm sure next week we'll be hearing some more news we're going to have to catch up a bit more about Epic versus Apple and we should be doing that a bit yes. more next week but for now we hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next time bye bye for now bye nah. Nah. <laughs> am I going back on the shelf now is that is yeah that- you're going back oh, up. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Right. <laughs>